Hello, and welcome to the Pacific Northwest Showdown podcast. We're your hosts, Michaela and Kate. Hello. This is episode 32 32. of the Pacific Northwest Showdown, and it has been too long since our last episode, which was like May 22nd. Yeah, yeah. So we just wanted to give an extra special thank you to all of our listeners for being patient with us as we were navigating the end of a school year Yep, and starting a whole new remodel in our home. So it's been a lot um, going on around here in Mm -hmm. our lives that has made it a little difficult for us to do the things that we would normally be able to do. Mm -hmm. But we were able to focus on a little bit of self-care there at the end of the school year. Yep as we both are educators and, you know, just again, we're really excited to be back. We're really excited to have a lot more capacity to continue on with the podcast and to just dive back into the realm that is Seattle sports. Well, yeah. And you know, it's like, from what I remember about my early thirties, you just can't go as hard as you did in your twenties and earlier on in life. Like you just need to take a little bit of time, slow down. So Episode, you know, episode 32 is coming after a little bit of a pause. You know, we probably started feeling our backs getting tighter and harder to bend over. And so once you turn 30, it starts falling apart, you know, and now that I've turned 40, now I'm just, I'm noticing it all the more. So hopefully though, with that rest and relaxation, we'll be able to kind of keep on trucking a little bit better so that we can get you. And it's episodes. summer, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Looking outside today doesn't necessarily feel that way, but no, not, not today, but earlier this week, it was great. It was. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are going to head over to the showdown lowdown segment where we will give you your Seattle sports news and updates. There you go. See you there. It is time for the showdown lowdown showdown lowdown. Oh, yes. We still got it. Just I'm trying to remember all the things I'm supposed to do. <laughs> all the extras. All right. So the showdown lowdown segment is where we cover all of the Seattle sports news and updates yeah. here in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. We love to kick it off with the Seattle Seawolves. So Kate, take it away. Yes. And the Seattle Seawolves, our professional rugby team here in Seattle, the season for them has come to an end. Um, they made their way to the US MLR championship game once again to battle rugby New York to try to take home the shield. The Seawolves started off strong, scoring a try in the first three minutes of the match, taking the lead. But Rugby New York responded well, however, and they dominated offensively and they found themselves breaking through the Seawolves defensive seawall more times than the Seawolves could keep up. Ultimately, Rugby New York came away with the win and was able to lift the U.S. MLR Championship shield in celebration. The Seawolves continue to be a dominant force in the U.S. MLR, having won the first two titles in 2018 and 2019 and taking the Western Conference Championship title in 18-19 and now 22. We are very much looking forward to attending more matches next season and hope to see new faces show up and root for our Seattle Seawolves. You know, I was thinking about it, and I'm thinking to myself, their season doesn't start until I think their preseason's like 
January and February. February. Yeah. And I'm like, that's way too long. Well, that's of for, a break. But yeah, there is other rugby happening out there in the world. International um, play, which lots of our players come from international teams. True, and, true. And there's the there's like the national team, the Eagles and the, yep. all that kind of stuff. And so I I'm pretty I might be getting that wrong, but I think that's pretty close. Um, but there's a lot of play happening out there. So there's also sevens teams that are getting going and things like that. So if you want to get into rugby or learn about rugby ahead of the next season, you know, you can now's get, a good time. Um, yeah, the rugby network app. You can watch all kinds of stuff, see old Sea Wolves games and stuff like that. But it's been such a fun sport to get into. I'm so glad we started covering them so that I could just really fall in love with well, mostly Rucky the Sea Wolf, but also also rugby in general. So don't worry, baby. You don't have anything to worry about. But thank I do, you. I do yeah. love him. All right, heading over to the OL Rain. The Rain are currently ranked fourth place in the NWSL standings, and they hold a record of four wins, four draws, and two losses. Their most recent match was on Friday, July 1st, for their Pride Night at Lumen Field. We were really sad that we couldn't make it to that I game. Know. We already had uh, Seattle Storm tickets, so we were supporting women's sports. We just weren't able to be at... Can't, they're at the same time. Can't be Lumen two places Field at the same time. We could not. But the rain did come away with a win over North Carolina Courage with a score of two to zero. Mm. Jess Fishlock and Bethany Balser were the two scorers in Friday's match, and Jess Fishlock was awarded player of the match. So congrats to Jess. But not only did the team come away with a win on Pride Night, get this, okay? It was their second largest attendance in club history. Yeah. There were 7,000. 519 people in attendance that night. That's so cool. So thank you to those who not only showed up to support women's sports in the OL Reign, but who also decided to show up and show love and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. Super great. Um, it was a really it was a really tough one for us to have to miss. The but. kind of fun thing was, is that when we got on the light rail to come back home, there was a lot of OL rain it was the fans. Same, the games on, ended around the same time. Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to connect and to say the storm one and the OL rain one. And so mm -hmm. just supporting and connecting with other yeah. people who love women's sports was yeah. a really fun uh, train ride home. It was, it was pretty great. Pretty great. So um now, the Seattle Kraken, now you might be going like, wait, what? Why hockey right now? But it's because we're talking about the Kraken because the NHL draft is just around the corner. It will begin on this upcoming Thursday, July 7th, and take place through Friday, July 8th. Now, the Kraken's first selection will be at number four overall in the draft. They have a total of 12 draft picks out of 225, which may not sound like a huge number. But that's actually but a lot. considering there's 32, there's 32 teams, teams yeah. in seven rounds, it's it's quite it's quite a number of picks. So here's kind of a breakdown of how many they have in each round. So they've got one in the first round, being at number four. They've got four in the second round, one in the third round, three in the fourth round, one in the fifth, one in the sixth, and one in the seventh. So the majority of their picks, you know, our fourth round or higher. Yes. Which is, which is pretty good great. Thing. And it's a lot of, a lot of potential uh, ways for the team to kind of bolster up 
some of those spots on their roster they may need to fill in or things like that. And so if you're into the draft or want to know or hang out with people who like watching the draft, the Kraken Community Iceplex will be hosting a draft party at um, 32 Bar and Grill on Thursday, the 7th, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So lots of time to show up and uh, enjoy amazing food, beverages, people, the company there is supposed to be great. Um, I think we might try to make our way over there at some point. Yeah, that we're not day sure or when to, that yeah. evening, but mm-hmm. it's a really first of all, if you haven't been to Thirty Two Bar and Grill, it is so great and a great atmosphere. And if you mm-hmm. don't know much about the NHL, it's a great time to jump in, kind of yeah, start learning as the draft mm-hmm. begins. Talk mm-hmm. to people that know. Yeah, it, it's a really awesome community of people to connect with. Yeah, and everybody's been really nice, and it doesn't feel like a whole lot of gatekeeping and things like that. Not like, at all. Yeah. which has been really good. So, if you uh, if you want to start getting into crack and hockey, you know, this Thursday could be a great time to get that started. All right, the Seattle Mariners have been on a hot streak in the past few weeks as they attempt to catch up and rise in the mm. AL West standings before the All Star break. Yeah, they currently hold a record of thirty eight wins and forty one losses. And they are only one game back from the Texas Rangers, who are currently in second place in the AL West. And the Mariners did pull ahead of the Angels. They were tied there Mm, just a a day or two ago. But in the standings, they did pull one game ahead of the Angels. So they are currently third place in the AL West. Mm -hmm. The Astros still have a massive lead in the ALS standings with a whopping 13.5 games ahead of the second place Texas Rangers. The all-star break will begin on July 18th for the Mariners and go through the 21st. And for those of you who do enjoy watching the all-star game, it will take place on July 18th. Okay. So prior leading up to that, the Mariners will face off with the Padres, Blue Jays, the Nationals, and the Rangers before the break. Mm Mm-hmm. So be sure to tune in, support the Mariners leading up to yeah. that. This is an awesome time for them to push and try to get, you know, to that 500, you know, percent wins um, before the break. So there's a couple, a shout out that I would love to do yeah, for the for Mariners yeah. here. A huge congratulations mm-hmm. and an all-star snub, in my opinion. Yeah. To Julio Rodriguez. Yep. The Mariners' rookie center fielder yep. for being selected as the AL Rookie of the Month now in back-to-back months. I mean, when you're good, you're good, right? He's They're playing right now. The Mariners mm-hmm. are playing right now. He it was a first pitch of the entire game. He's yeah. leading off mm-hmm. home run. It's amazing. 14 home runs. Yep. Then he had he's already had a uh, RBI double later on in the game. So he has both, you know, two runs here yeah. in this game. Who knows what's happening at this very moment as sure. we're recording the podcast. But shout out to Julio Rodriguez, who is very much going to be a player that means a lot to Seattle as he continues yeah. to develop um, into this. He's already showing out here as a rookie. Did you see, and I'm sure you did because you see everything, um, it seems like, on Twitter and stuff. But um, did you see the picture of him sitting on the ground in front of his, like, you know, window or whatever, like down at... Um, down by the stadium, by the team store, you know, where they have like where the, oh, Robbie, I did see where the Robbie Ray picture is like on the yeah, wall. Yeah, I did see that. There's not like the Julio Rodriguez picture there. And so he like had his, had a picture like of him sitting down by it. And I just thought that was like. It was really cute. I did so see that So great. Picture. Like a little dreams come true kind of moment maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I'm happy for him. He seems like a nice guy. So it's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Let's move on over to it. We're kicking on over to the Sounders. Seattle kicking Sounders. it over. I see what you did Kicking it on over. So after the Seattle Sounders um, losing match on Wednesday, June 29th against CF Montreal, they fell to seventh place in the standings for the MLS Western Conference. Had they won, they would have moved up to fourth place. However, their following match, the Sounders played against Toronto on uh, actually yesterday, Saturday, July 2nd, and they came away with a road win with a score of two to zero. So this took them from seventh in the standings to fourth. So they're back up there where they should be. And former UW Husky Dylan, Dylan Tevez scored his first MLS goal. Woo! In, uh, in Snaps for Dylan. Know, Congrats, right? Dylan. In last night's match, Angoli Stephen Cleveland was the man of the match with six saves on the night. So they now hold a record of eight wins, two draws, and seven losses to this point. Their next match will be against the Portland Timbers, boo, on July <laughs> 9th at 1.30 p.m. And so, you know, I think that's that's pretty great. And then one other thing Sounders worthy to mention is in some of our uh, sports watching on TV and stuff like that, I saw today a commercial mm -hmm. um, for the Sounders. It was like sound, summer with the Sounders or whatever, and they're all like in their – kind of beachy lounge summer, stuff yeah, doing all kinds here. of stuff and um and sammy the sounder was in the commercial the uh the the mascot the mascot that hasn't really sounders. been around for a while yeah. is uh looking Starting like, show looking up like maybe bit. showing back up maybe in like a slightly different uh outfit sort of situation or setup or whatever but looks like maybe they're bringing back bringing sammy back a little a little mascot there so i mean um hashtag rookie you will always be my favorite orca Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure Sammy's also very nice. But um, but yeah, so we're gonna cheer on the Sounders for their next match uh, against the Portland Timbers because as you know, Seattle knows nobody likes Portland. So well, at least for soccer. There we go. Yeah, at least for soccer. Other stuff is fine. All right. The Seattle Seahawks have it. announced their training camp schedule this last week, which offers an awesome and very fun opportunity for fans to get to watch the Seahawks practice at their mm -hmm. training facility, the VMAC. There are multiple dates that you and your family can attend. So if you're interested in getting tickets. Or maybe you without your family if you don't want to go with them. Maybe you want to go with friends. You can go with whoever you want. You can go with just, whoever you want. Just buy the tickets. But you can search <laughs> to find those tickets. You can search Seattle Seahawks training camp and you should be able to find that, you know, search come up mm -hmm. where you can register for a different, you know, different dates. Yeah. Um, and it's only $12 per person. It's so that's bad. a really awesome opportunity to come watch the new players play some veterans play. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe get some autographs. That would be pretty cool. Um, so that could be a lot of fun. This is going to be our first time going. We're actually yeah. signed up to go for July 30th. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. hey, I encourage you, if if you're able to go on the 30th, it's a That'd Saturday. Be so fun. Come out. We'd love to meet people, yeah. see people. Yeah. I think that could be a blast. Totally. I would love it. Please, please come on out. Um, let's let's bounce on over to the uh, Seattle Storm. Um, and let's just uh, talk about it. You've all heard it, I'm sure. And if you haven't, then you're hearing it now. It is officially Sue Bird's final year, and I encourage um, you all to show up at least to one, if not all, of the final five home games to see her play. So the last home game of the season will be on Sunday, August 7th at 12. Please get your tickets now before they get sold out. I think it's going to be a packed house. I do. I don't I, see why it wouldn't. I don't know how it couldn't be. I don't People, see why it wouldn't be. Yeah. I get that they might have playoff opportunities. Sure. But this very well could be her very last, well, her last career. Her, yeah. Her last regular season regular game. Regular season game. Yeah. 
through I mean, the storm. I would, yeah, I think, I Show think, up. I think everybody Don't miss should, out. I think everybody should go. And um, it's going to be, I mean, because honestly, it's going to be an incredibly special game to show up for, see her, see her play and all of that. And like you said, maybe there's playoff stuff happening. Maybe there's not. Hopefully there is. But gosh, what a great, what a great game to yep. go to. So the storm, though, is currently, as we're saying, playoffs kind of setting themselves up nicely at this point for a playoff run as they're second in the Western Conference and only two games back from um, the first place Las Vegas Aces. Now, um they did have they a did game, have a game today. today, this morning, and so that may have changed things a little bit. They did have but not a, too much. They did have a loss, but I, they they're still going to be in second place at least because they were you know four or five games ahead of of the next third place team. So, um, so you know, uh, they are doing pretty well right now. They're at a record of thirteen and eight, um, and so. They're ahead of the and Dallas that's Wings. With today's so loss. That's with yeah. today's loss. Yeah. So um, the WNBA is also having an all-star game because there's tons of stars in the WNBA. Actually, I would say, I mean, I don't know a ton about men's basketball anymore. I'm going to be really honest. But given the um, fewer number of teams and not very many people on the roster, you have to be really good you to have be in the to WNBA. Be exceptionally good. You, and there's so many NBA teams and everything that, like, I mean, I'm sure you still have to be really good there, too. But, like... The WNBA, you just there's have only to be, twelve. You just have there's to be only, good. There's 12 only twelve teams. teams. So, and twelve players on a team, I think. So yep. it's you know 144 people is all you've got, and that's that's not a lot, you know. And so these, yeah, and that's people coming internationally. That's people, you know, women time, coming yeah. from college. So and Sue Bird's been playing for twenty years, so she's been taking up one of those spots that <laughs> yeah, whole time. She has only 143 spaces, I and guess. for good reason. And because she's amazing, is what it is. So the All Star Game is going to take place um, Sunday, July 10th. In Chicago at 10 a.m. Pacific time, um, it's going to be covered on ABC, so you should be able to watch it there. And um, you know, the Seattle Storm actually are going to have three players represented at the game, um, both both Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird serving as captains. Uh, well, Sue Bird's co-captain, and um, Jewel Lloyd was also selected for the All Star game. And I love, I was so excited about this. That after picking the teams and then like a trade, they all ended up on the same team. Yep. So the three of them are all together, which I love. And um, I'm just excited about it. So good luck, Storm. Bring home a win. And good luck on the road for your next couple games, too. Yeah, we miss you. I know we do. We really do. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up the showdown lowdown. Coming up next is Kate's Corner. Corner. Welcome, Welcome to Kate's Corner. I don't know, all the little jingles. I love it. So I'm glad that you are back and I'm glad that you stopped by. We are talking about all the sports. Well, kind of, not exactly all of them, but sure. So during our time being gone, uh, we've done a lot. And I know we sort of gave you the gist of it in the opening about like the life things, but we've been going to a lot of games, doing a lot of sports stuff too during that time. So even though we haven't been recording, we've not been slacking on the hashtag Kate Learn Sports, um, you know, kind of thing Experiences. Over here. Yeah, Kate's, we've very much Kate's been trying present to, at these games. Kate's trying to learn some things still, so working on that. Um, you know, one of the things that happened, which I know so many of you out there were really supportive of, was our Little League team. And so we wrapped up our Little League season. Um, the I girls, forgot to mention that. The girl, yeah. yeah, the girls had made so much progress by the end of the season, and it was so much fun. I mean, I never really thought, honestly, that I was going to be that interested in sports anyway. Ha ha ha. But I for sure never thought I'd be like, you know, air quotes, coaching yeah. a team. I mean, I didn't really 
do so much of like telling people how to play softball as I did of just like, this is what a base is. And like, you need to stand over here and like you're next up to bat, like all that kind of stuff. But it was important nonetheless, because those kids would have just been all over the place if it hadn't been for me there. So that's I, me tooting my own horn for a second. No, toot, I, toot. I 100% <laughs> agree with that. Super grateful for your guidance for the littles. Um, Kate has so much experience as a teacher, you know, uh, teaching younger students yeah. and kids. And I work at the high school level, so I definitely needed her there for these five, six, and seven-year-olds because I <laughs> don't have as much experience in that realm. But they were so much fun it was to a great engage time. with and connect with and to coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was pretty fun. So we, so we wrapped up, we wrapped up that season and, and that was pretty great. And, um, you know, recently we went to the pride pride night at the Mariners game or the Mariners, you know, with a bunch of yeah. friends and, and that was really fun. It's, it's, I think more fun for me to watch baseball in person with people necessarily than on TV. I'm kind of learning about which sports I rather would watch on TV sure. or that I pay more attention to on TV or whatever than, then in person, it's always fun to go to games and everything, but I think baseball, um, I think baseball is one of those sports for me where it can sometimes feel a little slow and I am not, and I have never claimed to be like a diehard know-it-all about any of these things, hashtag learning sports. Yeah. So, um, but baseball is one of those ones where it's, it's just, it doesn't have the, um, the interaction and kind of like physical contact that some of the other sports do. Well, there's pauses in the so game, right? There's it's like, like, okay, there's kind of like those lulls or breaks or yeah. things and, and all for good reason. They make sense in the sport, you know, but I think just in terms of like somebody who's easily distracted by things, which yes. is me, um, sometimes it can be kind of hard to stay like focused on the game. Or if you look away for a second, you know, depending on where you're sitting, you kind of like miss what happened and you're like, wait, what, you know? And so, or like when I go to concessions or oh, go yeah. and grab things is always when something awesome happens. Yeah. Like Julio Rodriguez's home run on pride. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, dang it. As soon as she was like gone and that happened, I was like, well, hey, that happened because Michaela wasn't <laughs> here. But, um, but it was overall, it was a really fun game and, um, I kind of, I'm, I'm happy about that. So, um, we also, you know, we've gone to, oh yeah, we went to some of those Seawolves games, mm -hmm. those matches when they were, um, when they were still having their season going. And I really think that rugby might actually be one of my favorite sports to watch, especially in person. Can I just chime in here? Sure. And she might've been going in this sort of direction in her train of thought here, but watching Kate watch the championship <laughs> game on TV, <laughs> we are at her parents' house. And her mom walks in. They don't, her dad knows a little bit of rugby terms. Her mom's like loves asking questions to learn and to understand everything. And they're both equally surprised. That and I'm Kate is just like zeroed in on the TV. And I was thinking to myself, I wonder what's going on in her head as questions are being asked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she no, was so was focused. Fine. It was really cute. But I was just like, it's clear as day that rugby is Kate's favorite sport. It's just, it's really, uh, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's very like magnetizing almost for me. So I just, I, I mean, getting to see them play again in person, um, those last couple of times, I think, and, and them having a chance at the championship and all of that, it just felt very like electrifying almost like it was just, it, it just kind of drew in. It got you excited, got me, well, at least me, got me very excited and like pumped up and everything. And I just, I feel really proud of them for how hard they worked during the season. They had kind of a rough start in the beginning with things here and there. And um, having that second chance at the playoffs was just so fantastic. And I just loved it so much for them. 
Um, and so, yeah, watching the championship on TV was pretty fun. And yeah, my mom was asking questions here and there. She's so great. And I was like trying to explain things. And I think I impressed my dad a few times. And so that was kind of fun for me. And so, you know, it was great. And, and watching it too, like one of the other things I loved about watching it on TV was, you know, knowing that like Rocky was there and knowing that Broccoli guy was there and we didn't get to see them on TV, but just knowing they were there was like so great too, to know that the Seawolves were getting so much support. And, um, I just, I really felt like they played their hearts out, even though they ultimately didn't win that, that, that match, that match you know, but I mean, you know, to be totally kind of cliche, like they're the winners to me. You know what I mean? Like I just, that is very cliche. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm admitting it. It's just kind of the thing. I just, you know, I just, I really, I really loved it. So, um, so that's been, that was really fun. And also, you know, we've been going to quite a few storm games and, you know, given climate pledge, plenty of our money, but, um, <laughs> that's an understatement. It's, it's hard anyway. Um, so I'm apparently getting into the footwear of the players and I kind of want to better understand like why they wear certain shoes for certain games. And, you know, it's been really interesting to be like, Oh, like Brianna Stewart's wearing like the white ones today with the whatever, or like, Oh, Jewel Lloyd's wearing her like black and yellow ones or, you know, whatever. And just to sort of figure out like what's, you know, I don't know, maybe they have reasons. Maybe they just like to switch it up. Who knows? You know, maybe one pair's lucky. I don't know. I, I digress. Anyway, I think, um, it's, that's been really interesting for me is like the shoes, but also the people that go to the games, a lot of them have like really great shoes too. Oh, yeah. And so then people that go to the storm games got style. I'm like looking around the first few games being like, I need to step it up. So I had to order some fun shoes um, to wear too. So I wore those to the last game and I felt like I fit in a little bit more. Like I, like I belonged, to, oh, I belonged or something a little more. I know, I know, but it, you we're know. lesbian. We belong at WNBA games. I guess that's very true. That's probably really <laughs> we accurate. Fit in very well. <laughs> so, you know, the games themselves though, have been really fun to watch in person. I'd only been to a few WNBA games before, um, this season. And, um, cause you know, sports and stuff, but I, I really liked watching them in person, but I think I do get kind of more distracted in person than I do on TV sitting kind of in our seats where we are, um, you know, Doppler's wandering around and I'm like, what's he doing? Or I can see the dancers like getting to like different spots when like, Oh, something else is going to happen. Cause they went and sat up there or like whatever. And so, um, or like, Oh, that person, you know, I, so I, Kate gets very distracted by the things that are happening. Yeah. Because so she's curious. Kate's one of the most curious people you will ever meet. <laughs> And so when Kate notices something is happening in her surroundings, she gets very curious about why or what they're doing. Yeah. And I'm very much like, I'm the kind of person that gets you heavily like zoned in. Focus. Yeah. Yes. So I get very zoned in and that stuff doesn't distract me as much, which is also why sometimes I can get easily startled because <laughs> I get zoned in on things. That's true. So that's true. So yeah, I just, you know, I, by, I've really been loving watching them. It's so fun to see those women doing um, just performing at that level and doing so well. And just, I've just been really loving it a lot. And so, you know, with Sue Bird's announcement about her, this being her last season, it means even more to kind of be attending these games, I think, and how, um, you know, she's and, and doing so like, you know, you can see that she really is amazing. Like the title of the goat and all that kind of stuff, totally accurate, 100% true, but the storm have so many other great players that even being like, even with the roster, you know, being small, like it is, you know, there's tons of stars to watch and you really feel like you get to know who all the players are 
mm-hmm. which is nice because there's 12 people. Right. So you know who they are. You kind of get good at figuring out who's good at what. And even though I don't know what all of the plays are called or what the positions are all called and things like that, you know, I'm kind of figuring out, you know, this is where, you know, um, you know, Gabby Williams usually goes, or this is what Joel Lloyd is doing or whatever, you know, so I'm kind of getting better at that. But it's been really fun to feel kind of more connected that way to the team because you kind of know who everybody is. And I'd say that other teams, probably in all of the sports, the rosters, maybe not soccer, but the rosters are so much bigger that it's hard to feel like you really know who everybody is unless you like are focused on that specific team a whole lot, you know? Yeah. So, um, so overall that's been, it's been good at WNBA has been pretty fun and you know, we're going to be trying to go to, oh no, we're going to be going to another OL rain game this month and hopefully a Sounders game. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And um, we really hope to see folks out at the games, you know, come keep supporting women's sports, come keep supporting Seattle sports. And uh, you know, if we're out, be sure to like say hi and everything. Yeah. If you see us around, we're friendly people. We're going to say hi. Yeah, I don't always look very friendly, but mo- I am actually more <laughs> friendly than my face appears most of the time. So, um, so yeah, so thanks for uh, listening to all that and stopping by Kate's Corner. You've, You've got, got mail. Hmm, there you go. Welcome to the what? Mail. Welcome to the whale. <laughs> She's not a about- whale. <laughs> I'm still thinking about thinking about the whale bag segment. <laughs> the whale bag. It's a bag where I pull out different whales, and you have to tell me all about is where this, they live. Is it Sammy, what their habitat, or is it Rocky? Well, technically, orcas are in the dolphin family, but that's fine. Anyway, killer whale is a misnomer. They are not actually technically whales. Um, See, moving along. <laughs> Kate and her facts. <laughs> Someone out there who's like a marine biologist is going to be like, actually, you're, you're totally wrong about both of those things. <laughs> Some other kind of thing. Anyway, but this is actually the mailbag segment and not the whale bag, the mailbag. So we're going to kick it off with our first question from Mike McCarty. And Mike asks, what is one thing you are both looking forward to or hoping for in Seattle sports in the second half of the year? Mikhail? Okay. Hoping for, and again, as Seattle sports fans, we've been hoping for this for 20 plus years at this oh, point. Oh, I know where you're going. The Mariners to make the playoffs, even if it's as a wild card, mm-hmm. just just to make the playoffs would be yeah. Obviously, when you say hope, that's there's a whole lot of hope yeah. behind that. Yeah. Um I always will remain hopeful. I'm a very optimistic person. That's true. And I don't yet feel like that's out of reach to hope for yeah so yeah potentially that the other thing that i'm like hoping for is for the seahawks to be to prove everybody wrong that's yeah well that's what i was gonna say is for the whether it's gino whether it's drew Locke, or a different quarterback that the seahawks who knows could bring in that the seahawks prove people wrong and that they are playoff contenders this year That'd be pretty without cool. Russell Wilson. That'd be pretty cool. And yes, of course, to beat to beat Denver. the Broncos yeah. game one of the season. I would love that personally. That's I know, what I hope for. I know we won't be there because it's too stressful. But yeah, um, I think that I mean for me, I'm I'm hoping for a lot of things. I would also love for the storm to go to the playoffs this year. And I mean, whether they win it Let's all be or honest. not, no, like, take it all. Take I would love all. to I would love for them to for win it. For Bird. I would love it. Let's hope big. Let's go big for hope. Let's we're go gonna, big. We're going to hold out for hope there and say we're going to hope for the 
storm to to Take win the all. WNBA. Be Again. five be a five time championship winner. That'd be pretty great. So thanks, Mike McCarty. Now we've got all this hope going for us. Kind of <laughs> nice way to keep moving through the rest hopeful. of the mailbag segment here. So uh, moving on over to Rick Judd. Rick asks, what is your favorite number to see on a sports jersey? I I have to go with 24. It's the first thing that came to mind. I'm sorry, Kate. I know that was the first thing looking... I came to mind. Too. Look, Jewel Lloyd, Ken Griffey Jr., Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, Marshawn Lynch. I know mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant's not obviously a Seattle sports. He was eight and 24. Oh, I was like, wasn't he eight? I didn't remember him Both. being 24. Yeah. But again, learning sports. So. so yeah, 24 is a great one. 24 is a solid number. I mean, there's also like the immature side of me, but I'm not going to like talk about that, you know, because that's always funny. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Let's not go there, babe. Keep it. We'll keep it clean. PG. But 24 was the one I was going to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it was. <laughs> it honestly was. I was trying to go. I was like, that's the one I wanted to go for because, you know, I love Marshawn Lynch and Jewel Lloyd is my is like is my favorite at the moment. You have that of, jersey uh, too. Of, yeah, of WNBA. And so I got her jersey, so I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. We're going to be the same answer on this 24. one. 24. 24. Um, also a weird show. Anyway, moving on. Um, Seattle Sports Diaries asks, if the Mariners can get to two to three games back, if not get back to um, 500 by the All-Star break, can you see the team making a wild card run this summer slash fall? Well, based on my response to Mike McCarty, yeah, the answer for me is yes. I have not lost hope yet. I'm an sure. optimistic person. Obviously, history tells us otherwise. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to remain hopeful. If we can get healthy and we have a stacked lineup and the bats start going mm-hmm. and we can continue to climb up, um, I want to say it's possible. And the reason I also say that is just based off of where the Rangers are at right now. Mm-hmm. We're only a game back from them. Um, of course, we'd be battling it out between the Rangers and, and the Angels at this point. But it's not. we're not so far back that I don't think that we couldn't battle for that. Sure, spot. sure. Um, Makes sense. So the Mariners need to continue to show up. I'm an optimistic Mariners fan. Yeah. If I was to buy one of those Simply Seattle shirts, mine would have been the optimistic shirt. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it wouldn't necessarily say realistic. It would say optimistic. Uh, so there's my answer for that. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I don't have enough knowledge to answer the question, but I would say um, I don't see why not. So I'm gonna agreeing with your wife is always a good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good route to go when you don't know. <laughs> and now for our next question from uppity old woman, aka Mama, Mama Jan. Jan. Um, she says Tina Charles is settling into her new role coming off the bench for the Seattle storm. Can she become the versatile sixth woman that the team needs to boost bench productivity? And how do you see things shaping up for the storm in the race to the playoffs? Knowing, you know, Tina Charles, she just signed with the storm. I think it's taking her a couple games to really get settled in as you stated. Yeah. Um, I do think that she can step in as somebody that's played this game at a high level for years. She yeah. was drafted into the WNBA first overall, I believe it was 2010. Mm. So we have four number one overall draft yeah. selections, Jewel Lloyd, Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, Tina yeah. Charles on this team. And with, uh, Mercedes Russell not being able to go as much as I think the storm were hoping to and yeah. hope that she can, you know, find solutions to the things that she's, she struggled with um, health wise that uh, Tina Charles can step up 
at, with this team yeah. as they come to a close of the season yeah. and help them find more wins. Now, the Storm are already finding quite a bit of success as they're, you know, ranked second in, in their conference and just below Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. But they do need to continue to win. So there's no time to be to have games like they had today. They struggled a lot today. They today did not hard, score off of their turnovers. They weren't executing their shots. It, it was a very off game for the yeah, Storm today. That was. is very uncharacteristic of this team. That being said, um, I do think that Tina Charles can come in and be that versatile sixth yeah. player. And I think that the more she's plays with this team, the more she gets in the rhythm she'll and she gel. understands she'll gel mm -hmm. perfect term. She'll begin to gel more with the team and the yeah. plays that they're, they've, um, you know, created for them to be and find success on the court. Sure. And for the playoffs, I think that they're, they're showing a, str a strong opportunity here to they, push for it. They really are. And I think one of the things that, you know, we saw in today's game is that, you know, you can be a really great team, but if you're just not having a great day, you know, you may not, it's, it's like we've talked about before, right? Like any given game, we beat, we either, beat Las Vegas just a couple games ago and they're yeah. at the top of the yeah or conference. Yeah. So, so it's again, any given day, any team, regardless of their record come, can come out with a win or they could come out with a loss, come out with a loss. Yeah. So, so but I do they, think that they're a good enough team to make it to the playoffs this season. I do too. I definitely do too. So, um, I have one surprise question I would like to ask you, Michaela. It's not on the, the list. I just, I had thought of it and thought it'd be kind of an interesting question to, to ask you. So, um, the other night, at <laughs> throw the, me off. Okay. I, I am. Yeah. It's keeping, keeping, keeping everybody on their toes. So the other night, um, at the game, we played Indiana for the mm -hmm. storm. We played Indiana and they had those, um, stranger those, things, the, the stranger things type yeah. jerseys and shorts and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, what if the storm were to release some sort of special like kit, mm. right? So, cause stranger things takes place. I'm pretty sure in Indiana. Mm -hmm. right? So is there some sort of like, I'm putting on the spot here listeners because, or her, I'm putting her on the spot here. Cause I, I have not pre-talked about this with her. So she didn't have a chance to think at all about this, but is there some sort of kit that you think would be kind of cool? Maybe it's not TV show related, Maybe it's movie related. Maybe it's not any of those things. Maybe it's just related to the area. The, f the first thing that came to mind, which would be awful, <laughs> just because it would not speak well to what you would want the storm to do. But I was just like, sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which okay. is, again, not what we want the storm to do. But like thinking about the storm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't know. You threw me on that one. I know. I'm sorry about that. It's like free. Maybe our listeners, hey, if you are listening, please, you know, DM us, tweet at us, message us, whatever, with what you think an awesome uh, outfit would be sort for of the like storm Washington that would relate Seattle to Pacific related. Northwest, Seattle related shows, movies, yeah. music, yeah, pop culture sort yeah. of thing. I just, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of fun. Like, well, like with rugby, they did the, they did the city kits. So right. we got like the Seattle jerseys from the Seawolves that were pretty cool and stuff. And so I don't know what could be, what could happen over there. There's a couple throwing me like that. I'm just, you know, just All right. trying to keep it open. Well, I don't know. On that note, we'll close the mailbag so we don't throw anybody else off, but yeah, I'm shutting this mailbox. 
<laughs> I'll give you back my key and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, this leads us to our closing podcast remarks. Yep. We want to say thank you again for just being such awesome listeners, people yes. who have supported us and really enjoyed the podcast. Um, we are in so grateful yes. for each and every one of you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a message that I leave with you all with at the end of each podcast. And it's something that I haven't been able to say to you. Oh, it makes me emotional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think that would happen. Yeah, well, it's it's a big deal. The world feels mm -hmm. really heavy right now. Yeah. Damn it, I did my makeup and everything. <laughs> the world feels really heavy right now. And there's a lot of things that a lot of us are processing and that we just need to step it up for each other and to love one another and to understand that we're all experiencing such different circumstances and situations that um, require an open mind, love, support, patience. And um, we need to advocate for, for the rights for ourselves, but also for other people that are experiencing things that we might not ever have to experience. Absolutely. So with that being said, I need you all to very seriously think about how you can take care of your heart and mind above all else, but also how you can take care of the hearts and the minds of the people that surround us, of the people that we know, and of the people that we do not know. We have to step it up and we have to show up and we have to be there for ourselves and for others. And that is what I will leave the end of this podcast mm -hmm. on that note. Please, please, please take care of your heart and mind above all else and that of others. I love you, C fam. You're amazing. We have missed you. We, we have. have missed doing this podcast. Yep. And we look very much forward to continuing on and to providing you with Seattle sports um, content, news, mm -hmm. and updates. And we hope that you are enjoying um, this podcast as much as we're enjoying connecting with you through it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Bye.
<laughs> are you still there? If you are, you just listen to me and have a little moment. Um, look, here's the deal. If you've made it this far, you still listened because you know that there's a Marvel moment at the end of each episode and where we like to. <laughs> Unless we forget and then we disappoint people. That was only once. That was a one-time <laughs> situation. But we just want to say thank you again yes. for your listening and being um, just such excellent supporters yes. of the podcast. So we want to do something special. Um, you know, if you want to do this, you can be entered into a raffle um, for a Simply Seattle electronic gift card for $20. So what you would need to do to be put into that raffle. Yep would be to do a shout out to the Pacific Northwest showdown on whatever social media platform that you connect with us on. So that mm -hmm. could be Instagram, that could be TikTok, that could be Twitter, that could be Facebook. Oh yeah, we're on all those platforms. We are on all of those platforms. So if you reach out to us um, or at least give us a shout out to encourage your friends to tune in. Yeah, be sure to tag us so that we can see it and we know that you did it. Otherwise, if you have like a private account, you can like screenshot and message it yeah. us or something like so that. So let us know that you did that. But, um, you'll be entered in for a raffle for, again, a Simply Seattle e-gift card for 20 bucks. Um, and we will do that raffle on Sunday, July 10th. Yeah. At some point throughout that day. Yeah. So just make sure that you do it before the 10th. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just want to say thank you. And mm -hmm. we really appreciate all of you out there. And those of you that continually interact with us, or even if you don't interact with us all the time, just the little likes and follows and listens and things like that. We just, we really appreciate it. So thank yeah. you so, 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 so much. It keeps our heart full. It does. So thank you very much. And thank you for tuning in to the Pacific Northwest Showdown. Yeah.